If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Call's cloud business phone service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. And yes, I'm your host, Todd Huff. You can email me those thoughts, questions, opinions, adoration, praise, whatever. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. And again, we're streaming live on our website, ToddHuffShow.com. Also on Facebook and YouTube, so long as... Uh, They allow us to be there, which, of course, can happen at any moment of time when they decide to do otherwise. But um, I want to start this morning. I want to start this morning by kind of painting the picture of where things stand. Um, We've got this looming January 6th date. I know that if you follow the mainstream media and the press, um, you will – You'll hear that there, of course, um, you know, Trump is um, all this talk of contesting electors and all this is um, crazy radical stuff. Trump trying to steal and overturn an election, which, look, I don't want President Trump to steal an election. But let me tell you something else. I don't want anyone to steal an election. Am I the only one out there that feels this way? It's it's. No one wants to – well, I shouldn't say no one because there are certainly characters who do want this. But I – most people that – well, the people that I know, not most. The people that I know simply uh, don't want to overturn anything. They just want it done correctly to begin with. And the idea, the notion that there is literally no concern here, the idea and the notion after thousands of affidavits, after – I am just it, we're overwhelmed with what we've seen uh, regarding what we've seen with these voting machines, which is now what the president's elect, uh, excuse me, his uh, legal team is now going after these election machines. And for good reason, right, for for good reason, there are reasons to have concerns and doubts about this. There are reasons and concerns to say that the testimony provided by the Dominion CEO before uh, before Congress was uh, it was in Michigan I believe um, is potentially potentially um, dishonest based even upon what he said in previous uh, videotaped meetings in particular, in particular, his denial that Dominion voting machines connected 
to the internet, which again poses a problem, right? The, when you get down to it, I know a lot. Of, th- this is one of the things that I think I wish the average person trusted his or her common sense and wit better. Me now, there's clearly people out there that trust it too much. <laughs> Not in this audience, of course, but there's clearly people who trust their their uh, abilities to. I don't know, think critically too much because they don't think, they simply follow follow the lead. But to be able to truly think things through, and when we're talking about elections, folks, when we're talking about elections, there's you wouldn't want a voting machine to connect to the internet. I know in today's world, people think, you know, everything's online and Everything's secure and all this sort of stuff. Um, that's just simply not the case, especially the latter part of that. I think most people could be convinced of that. There's problems when you connect anything to, uh, you know, to an internet, to an online source. Um, you open yourself up to all sorts of possible nefarious actors, people trying to crack in, hijack things, manipulate data. There's also no reason for a voting machine to provide counts and decimal points ask yourself why why that would be the case there's also no reason for voting machines to subtract well todd those are those are human error okay i can accept part of that but can you accept i mean sometimes when there's fifty thousand negative votes for trump and you know positive votes oftentimes not even always offsetting that well these were all votes that were given to trump that all should have been given to biden and why is it always happening in one direction there's reasons to question these things and you can't let these experts trick you or confuse you into trusting your own your own common sense judgment. If this sort of thing was happening at your own business or in your own household, you would have you would have legitimate questions. It'd be like your spouse having a bunch of uh, inappropriate text messages with someone, and then they say, "Well, those were all just simply uh, th- those were spam messages." Well, honey, you you replied to these messages. Well, yeah, but that's you know that's not what I meant. Well, why did you say that? You love her. Well, I didn't mean it like that. I mean, to some point, I feel like that's what we're being told here. The the glaringly obvious, which is, in fact, that this election has a ton of problems. And I think any fair-minded human being should say that at this point. What we have witnessed is truly inexcusable for the United States of America, what we've seen what we've seen in elections. And I'm not talking about the challenges to the results. I'm talking about what we've seen, what we've heard people testify to, ballots being trucked around, ballot dumps at 3 a.m. in multiple states that all favor Joe Biden, statistical, not just anomalies, in some cases, statistical impossibilities. We're supposed to ignore all that. We're called unpatriotic, in fact, this is this is the time for unity. Biden's out there telling us he's you know twenty or thirty days until America begins to heal. That was a tweet two days ago. Thirty days from inauguration day. That's when we're going to begin to heal. Just like Obama back in two thousand eight. This was the moment he said in Chicago when the waters actually the waters were going to begin receding. Even nature knew when President Obama was elected. Nature said, wait a minute, stop 
rising. It is time to recede because President Obama, he literally said this, folks. He literally said this. And of course, now, because Obama's not in the White House and Trump is in the White House, no matter what happens here over the next 30 days, Trump is in the White House and is still president. And I guess the waters have talked to one another and they said, look, it's time to continue rising in protest of this president. The waters probably even know that President Trump, as the Democrat Party tells us, is trying to steal and overturn. That's the word they like to use, overturn the election. And I, there's folks in Congress. I want to play this soundbite um, from a from a Republican, from a Republican House member, Representative uh, Kinzinger from the state of Illinois. He was on, I think, yesterday on CNN talking about, uh, well, his problems with the challenges, his problems with, say, Sidney Powell and the Trump legal team, Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis, painting these folks as, uh, I don't know, delusional um, people who are willing to do anything to win an election. If you want to know anyone who's willing to do anything to win an election, look at what these folks did, allegedly, in some of these precincts in, say, Detroit, in, say, Atlanta, in, say, Philadelphia, of course, in, say, Chicago as well, which is uh, Kinzinger's home state. He represents the state, not uh, not Chicago, but he represents uh, people from the, the state of Illinois. Anyway, he's on here talking with um, CNN host. I'm not even sure which one this is. They all kind of blend into me. But here they here he is explaining uh, kind of his viewpoints. I just want you now remember as as this is being played. This is a Republican member of the House. The House has on January sixth. The House is supposed to vote to. Um, well, Congress is supposed to vote to accept the election results. But if you know – I mean if you look at this, I know that these folks are not in the legal proceedings. But most of the legal proceedings were simply uh, thrown out on technicalities, things like um, standing, lack of standing for the, the folks who were bringing the case things along those lines, judges who don't want to get involved in the political process, think, saying that recounts will address problems. Trump has had the full ability to go through the legal process there because he's had, he's had recounts take place. Well, if you continually recount fraudulent ballots, you're going to get a fraudulent result. This should not – this is something that every person understands. You don't need an expert to explain this to you. If people voted in the election in massive numbers that were not supposed to be allowed to vote, whether they be dead, whether they live in another district, whether they um, voted multiple times, whether they live in another state, whether they were too young to register to vote, whether they didn't have photo ID um, in, in the states that, <laughs> that require that, whether or not they, you know, signatures were matched. You've got a report of 160-some-odd ballots that were received that had effectively the same uh, – what appeared to be the same signature. There's video evidence of this. The poll worker told um, the actual volunteers not to worry about that, to count those ballots anyway. 
Well, Todd, that's only 160. Yes, that's 160 votes that could have been potentially fraudulent. What about the ones that came in in pristine condition, look like they were marked by machine, printed off? What about the testimony um, from the poll worker, from the Dominion worker, actually, the contractor in Michigan, who said that um, she had a colleague that went to a warehouse, and she said that they brought in that's when the truckloads of ballots came in, the, the pristine ballots at all, and that 98, 99% were for Joe Biden. What about these things? It's like there's no, there's no interest. And then, of course, the, the voting machine audit shows what was done. Massive numbers of machines had uh, you know, people whose ballots were uh, – had to go through the process of uh, – being confirmed there were questions about the ballots and so they would be adjudicated meaning meaning that someone would look at this there's no paper trail for adjudication according to reports and so anything at that point could be could be done to the vote and if massive numbers of votes had to be adjudicated manually by people who um you know cannot be trusted people who had flash drives remember this they were People recording these individuals, putting flash drives in, pulling them out, putting them in their pocket. If the the ballots underneath the tables in Atlanta being wheeled out from underneath the the tables on election night, ten thirty p.m. or whatever time it was, after the poll workers were coincidentally were told, <clears throat> excuse me, coincidentally were told to to leave because counting could not resume because a water main broke allegedly of course of course no water main had been broken in atlanta that night and we're supposed to simply just go along with this again i compare and contrast this to what we saw in 2016 pertaining to so-called russian collusion oh the russians stole the election they they tricked people to voting for donald trump with facebook ads we had years of investigation into this. We had Adam Schiff out there talking about impeaching the president. That's, of course, these are all related. Ukraine was was Russia 2.0, as far as I'm concerned. This is all interrelated. After laying the foundation that Trump stole 2016, this recorded call with Ukraine was the next step of that. This was Trump. This was evidence of Trump trying to steal the election again because of the incessant mindless uh, rhetoric that we've been told about Trump stealing 2016. We moved towards Ukraine doing it in 2020. Trump was impeached over this. Impeached. And I remember Adam Schiff and a couple other members of House walking with those articles of impeachment between the House and the Senate, acting as though they were carrying a casket. It was the death knell to United States of America. They were so sad. Nancy Pelosi told us she didn't want to to impeach the president. In fact, she prayed for the president. I hope she does pray to the president, but not to not to the president for the president. That was a slip. Believe me, President Trump. No politician is God, and that's one of the problems we have. One of the problems we have in our system today. Not the system itself, but the way that people use the system. Trump. Trump is not a savior. Trump is a, an individual who is trying to undo the the mess in large part to what we've had to be subjected to 
from the other side, candidly. And the other side can be Republican and Democrat, mind you. People of all different, uh, I mean, all different political affiliations, but for the same side as far as you know which side they're on. Just like I saw Senator Todd Young come out and basically say that you know the Electoral College has spoken, everything is hunky dory apple pie. This election has been decided, and so now he's out there working with Cory Booker and the rest of the rest of the radicals in the Senate. Um, but this is what we've got. We've got we've got deep staters. We've got lovers of big government of all political parties, and these folks have to be re- have to be replaced. We have to find other folks to to you know that are there to follow the Constitution, that are there um, to to shrink the size of government candidly, not to hold the status quo, not to not to continue to walk towards down this path. And yes, I know we've got stimulus, and we'll talk about that a little bit as well. But I want to get to the soundbite after the break here, Adam Kinzinger, which I've um, kind of been setting up here. So this, this conversation he's had with CNN about really the next step, really how crazy Trump and his legal team is, uh, when in reality, when in reality, Congress absolutely has a role. And given all the things I just mentioned, if you're a sitting congressman, if you're a sitting senator, and you're supposed to, on January 6th, vote to confirm and accept the election results based upon – and that's just a, a tiny sampling. There's thousands and thousands of, of affidavits that, that allege things that will knock the socks off of an average person if they really took the time to pay attention to what was being alleged and said. And these folks bravely stood up. I mean, some of these folks, there's been a case of a guy beaten up and that was had to go to the hospital because he was one who came out and made the allegations known in an affidavit. So th- there's some real threats and concern here. The folks that are inside this massive bureaucratic state do not want to go quietly. They like what they've instituted. They like this system of, of government. They love what they've got. And I've got a technical problem here, and that's not a good thing. All right, hold on, folks. i got to take a break, and my it's not triggering here. So sit tight. Uh, i got to take a break here. Be back in just a minute. So had something happen here behind the scenes and never happened before. Um, without going into the technicalities, I run everything through my um, – we have an, an iMac here. And the screen literally went into a screensaver mode, which normally I just uh, click the space bar or shake the mouse. Screen wouldn't come back on, which wouldn't allow me to do anything there. So I apologize. We had a minute or two of – technical issues so we're back here as promised i want to play this soundbite from representative adam kinzinger republican keep that in mind this is a republican from the state of illinois on cnn talking about just how nuts just how nuts trump his legal team and the folks are who really have questions i guess and that i believe that congress has a role here again this is a long shot this always has been a statistical long shot um, but 
when you think about this from a logical perspective, again, if you're a representative of Congress, if you're a representative of Congress and you're given these results, would you accept them? It doesn't mean it doesn't mean necessarily, although I clearly believe that this is the case. It does not mean that you have to say Trump won. It just means can we even do how confident are you in, in accepting these results that what they are, what we're being told what has been certified through these secretaries of state or governors um, the administrative branches of these states can we believe anything that we've been told here that these are actually reliable I mean I I don't know how we can if I'm being can I don't know how someone can say yes again you don't have to come as far as me and say that that this meant that Trump won and Biden didn't which I think clearly looks as though that's what the intention was here. All of these things favored one candidate. They did not uh, – and they went to the against the other one. Uh, these are systematic, the same sorts of things, the coordination of shutting down counts in these key states at the same time. This never happens on election night. Heck, North Carolina told us they wouldn't have their counts done for nine days. What in the world? Anyway – I'm going to play this soundbite. Adam Kinzinger, Republican from the state of Illinois. Here you go. Giuliani uh, called <laughs> uh, DHS and, and asked about seizing voting machines. There's this whole talk about seizing voting machines, which we know is not in the purview. But even just the fact that that, too, is being uh, floated and the fact that Sidney Powell, as some sort of special counsel, is being floated and that the president was, uh, according to the reporting that we have in, to, to Maggie Haberman, who told us earlier this morning, it was he was pretty serious about it. I mean, what does that tell you about the next 30 days? Okay, I want to pause. I want to explain her question here. She's she's appalled. She's dumbfounded that Trump, that some of Trump's legal team, Rudy Giuliani, wants to see the voting machines. It's not in their purview. You notice that. Nothing's in anyone's purview. Nothing. No one can have any question about any of this. There's not an, it's not in anyone's purview. They can't see they can't see the machines. The allegations here are that machines were used to count to to manipulate data to manipulate data, the voting data, your vote manipulated. But no one who has the ability to question that the secretaries secretaries of state, I guess, the governors, they don't want to do this. Okay, well, why don't they want to do this? At some point, if the fr- the fraud is there. If the fraud is there, if the, the problems are there, if we can all see that there's problems, but no one has no one has the purview. It's under no one's purview. No one no one can really look at these. What are we supposed to do about it, Todd? I mean, to me, this is insanity. This is what's insane. If there's legitimate allegations, and I believe that there are, there's thousands, I mean there's thousands of affidavits, and some of these, I don't know the percentage, but some of these address the issues of, of what they saw with the voting machines. Again, being connected online in and of itself is a big enough concern to raise lots of questions. And we know this. We've got pictures. We've seen Dominion uh, charging charging the states where they uh, run, you know, not run the elections, but where their machines were used, that they provide modem services that connected to the Internet. There's video of the CEO of Dominion talking about it. Actually, he passed it off to one of his VPs, I think, at a presentation where they talked about 
the various ways they can connect machines to the internet. There's pictures of people who show Wi-Fi connections at these locations where these these pads where you check in were connected. Were connected online. It was they're even named stuff, you know, similar to to you know voting, uh, location, polling, you know, some. Uh, the, the name of the Wi-Fi is, is related to the polling location and election day. They act as though none of this, none of this is the case. So she thinks it's crazy to even ask for these. I think it's crazy with all this evidence, with all of these allegations, with all of what we've seen with statistical modeling, why we wouldn't look at this. What's so crazy about this? They're, they're starting to really get a little bit anxious about this, I think. You know, because now they're, they're still demanding. They're still demanding that we call Biden president-elect. I don't remember any of this conversation when Trump won. If someone didn't think Trump was president back in 2016 because Russians stole it, I didn't sit there and demand that they, you call him president-elect. You call him pre- I just thought this guy, just whatever. Think whatever you want. You're wasting your time and energy. And maybe those of us who have questions are ultimately going to be, unfortunately, wasting time and energy but there's a lot more substance here there's actually evidence and affidavits there's a blueprint there's a step-by-step guide for how this was done russia was just like oh you know they they put up facebook ads and poof something magical happened and people voted for trump when they really meant to vote for hillary anyway here's what kinzinger has to say uh, in response to her question it's going to be a wild ride, and I think here's here's the problem. I've I've been I hate Twitter, by the way, but I've been watching it because usually you get the conspiracy theories that then end up making it mainstream within just a day or two. You know, the idea that John Roberts yelled at the entire Supreme Court and forced the real conservatives to vote against the Texas thing. A total lie, total fabrication, but most people believe it's real now. No, Same with the Dominion voting machine issue, the quote-unquote 68% error rate that was found in an audit – isn't true at all. And you find out that was a human error in a Republican county. But the problem is so much misinformation is thrown out constantly that you lose track of what you ever believed. You forget if anything's ever debunked and you're always on to the next piece of misinformation to the point where now you believe that somehow on January 6th, the U.S. Congress can overthrow the results of an election or that we even have a role in determining who the president is. What are you doing on election day? What are you... What is he talking about? This is an elected Republican representative. Elected Republican representative. Doesn't see his role. On January 6th, he literally, folks, literally, one of his jobs, his job on January 6th is vote to accept the electors. That is his job. Or not. And he's saying, what role do I have? This, This to me is beyond delusional. And what does he mean it's been proven that Justice John Roberts didn't yell at the Supreme Court justices? It's been alleged. I don't know if it can be proven one way or another. What do you mean it's been disproven? We know what Justice John Roberts did when it came to Obamacare. He changed his vote. Has that been disproven too, Representative Kinzinger? He's describing what the media does and acting like it's those of us who don't trust them and the government that are the problem. This is bizarre to me. This is incredible to me. This is a Republican. This is a Republican. And I hear this coming from a lot of folks. Again, you don't have to say, Kinzinger, Representative Kinzinger, you don't have to say that Trump is the beneficiary, or excuse me, that Biden is the beneficiary of a stolen election. But to act like that there's nothing here 
that should raise concerns, and there's no power for Congress, is absolutely 100% false and candidly uh, just living in, in fantasy world. This is part of your job. This is part of your obligation, and I think you're believing the wrong group of people. Actually, I know you are. You're on CNN for starters. Anytime they're nodding in agreement with you, you better check. You better check. You better check uh, what you're saying because it's probably nonsense if you find the folks at CNN nodding in agreement. Quick timeout is in order a little bit long in the segment. Sit tight. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back. So I want to say something here as as I listen to Kinzinger uh, basically tell us that I guess the Trump team is nothing more than a bunch of conspiracy theorists. I don't remember, and maybe he did, I don't remember him going to CNN and, and talking about the left being conspiracy theorists with the Russian collusion hoax. Maybe he did. I'm just saying I don't, I don't remember it. Um, but I do want to say this. I wish the average person, I'm talking to you, I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter to me who you are, where you're from, um, you know, what your, you know, I'm a conservative Christian. It doesn't matter to me at this, to say this, what any, I mean, your, your background, your gender, your, um, your race, ethnicity, I mean, I, I care in the sense that I think it makes part of your story, but I just mean it doesn't matter. This this is a statement that goes out to to all people. I wish more people would trust in their God-given abilities to think. I wish more people trusted themselves more than they trust these so-called experts. And I'll, how many times have you seen a headline that said experts wrong? Hmm? <laughs> How many times? Because I feel like that headline is the most common headline of all headlines in the history of the world. You know, here we are in the in the Christmas season, right? We're, we're at the Christmas season, and it makes me think of the time of Jesus being born. And I'm reminded of what the religious leaders, how they talked about Jesus whenever he began his ministry 30 years later as an adult um, in the in the nation of Israel, and he began uh, you know, the first miracle, uh, turning the the water into wine at the wedding, and began teaching um, at the you know the the Sermon on the Mount and and different things that Jesus would do and the miracles he would perform. And who was wrong? Who was wrong in that equation, folks? Who were the ones that were wrong when it came to Jesus? Was it the uh, the average person on the street? that ran up to him and said and said restore my sight or heal my son save my my son back at home was it someone like that or was it the religious leaders those who stood very arrogantly rubbing their beards trying to come up with a way to discredit or trap Jesus in some sort of a logical conundrum of course they never succeeded at this that's why he called them a brood of vipers. That's why he called them whitewashed tombs. I don't mean that every person who has power ever is necessarily wrong or trying to perpetrate evil. But the truth is, folks, 
the truth is human nature does have a tendency to, to abuse power. This is undeniable. It's why our founders created our system the way that, that they did. And I say to you, I say to you, trust your own judgments. Think for yourself. Don't. That's one of the misjudgments or misunderstandings about, about talk radio. I don't tell you what to think. You're, you're intelligent. You, you seek out information. You analyze and put things together on your own. I'm just helping explain, articulate some thoughts, which, of course, you typically not in complete agreement with. <laughs> but the point is, is that you have the ability to think. I wish more people would, would take that, agree with that, believe that, and not trust experts. And it reminds me of a, of a message. I don't read nearly enough of these. I need to do this more often. And I appreciate Daniel for writing in yesterday. This is what Daniel wrote to me. He wrote in through the Facebook page or through our through our website. We have a, a form that you can write questions, opinions, and thoughts and that sort of thing. And I, I do. I get these. I read these. I don't read them back to you, and, and I should. I should do better at this. I get emails too, Todd at ToddFShow.com. You can do this. I read all of those. I try to respond. I don't always succeed as we are growing, and there's some things I'm working on that um, – take a lot of my time right now but the point is i do read these and and i want to share this he says this daniel writing in yesterday you're absolutely right to be skeptical of md experts the leading cause of harm is md directed medical treatments this is a quote from the prologue to a book the md emperor has no clothes and the author dr peter glidden gives four footnoted sources to back up the statement this 154 page book published in 2010 the md emperor has no clothes is one of the most eye-opening books i have ever read it is an easy read and he gives it away in electronic form on his website for those of you interested in that but to, to his original point skeptical of the medical experts skeptical of the Whoever's out there proclaiming themselves to be an expert, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily wrong by you, – you can raise the question, what does it really say uh, if you walk around saying, I'm the expert? But I'm not even going to talk about that. I'm just talking about the, their, their success rate. And these folks are wrong more times than they, than they care to admit. At this time of Christmas, it reminds me of the birth of Christ, and he became – well, he was born the perfect son of God, but he grew up. Um, and he began his ministry, and I think about those who opposed him. Who opposed him? It was the experts. It were it was the know-it-alls. It were those. It was those who wanted to exercise their own power over the people. Folks, there's so many similarities to how we see people governing and and, and trying to overstep their bounds in our lives today. Trust your gut. Doesn't mean you don't listen to the experts. It doesn't mean that they don't know certain things we don't. That's not the point. The point is, is that sometimes, many times, the conclusions they draw are completely nutty. And the conclusion Representative Adam Kinzinger is drawing here, which we played last segment, and his agreement with CNN, that's what's nutty. It's nutty what the media does. Don't listen to these jokes on a regular jokers on a regular basis. These folks are professional deceivers, and unfortunately, many I hate to say this. Many in uh, in our government, they are as well. Quick timeout is in order. Sit tight. You're listening to Conservative Not Bitter Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back. Sitting here thinking during the break. 
thinking about all the things, all the things that they tell us, that they tell us can't, all the experts, all the the self-proclaimed know-it-alls, self-proclaimed experts tell us can't be the case. Jesus can't be born of a virgin. No, that can't happen. Of course, we know, <laughs> a newsflash, we do know that uh, virgins can't have children. That's why it makes it a miracle. That's why it was foretold in the Bible. And by the way, uh, the people in the Bible in biblical times knew that that couldn't happen either. That's why when Joseph found out Mary was pregnant, his thinking was, well, it's not my child because I wasn't having relations with Mary. And I know how that happened, so Mary must have been uh, having relations with someone else. But you think about all the things. Nothing good comes from Nazareth. That's what also said. Also said in the Bible, Jesus was raised in Nazareth. You had uh, you had Herod trying to locate and destroy all young uh, children who would have been uh, the age of Jesus just to make sure that there was not a new king, a new threat. All the things that weren't supposed to happen. Nothing good comes from Nazareth. There is no possibility of a virgin birth. There cannot be someone who dies and raises again. Of course, these things are all true unless you factor in the power of God. Unless you factor in that there's a being outside of this physical above who created this physical universe who can still, if he so chooses, intervene in the events of man. And that's what he did. And I'm reminded of this. I wasn't even planning on talking about this, but just as I was playing that Kinzinger bite and talking about experts, experts or experts all around you, scientific experts, explain to you how virgins can't have children. Of course you know that. But unless, until God, right? Until God, all these things cease to matter when God says otherwise. In fact, the truth is, If God says it, it cannot be stopped, no matter what the experts say. So I've got to take a break. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. I want to be really clear. I'm not uh, – when I, I was making the comparison between um, listening to experts and the experts being wrong about Jesus, I, I wasn't saying that the experts are – I wasn't trying to make the comparison that they're wrong about Trump. I'm simply saying to trust your own your own judgment just like you would in determining whether the claims Jesus made about himself um, or the claims that others have made about Jesus, that he lived and died – upon the cross for you whether that's true make that make that based upon your own your own judgment certainly listen to experts but understand that experts are prone to be wrong and experts are wrong when it comes to this election or two i just i just wanted to clear that up and make sure that you knew i wasn't saying that making any other comparison besides that anyway gotta go guys have a great day as always thank you so much for listening sdgc tomorrow take care 